Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nurse with Nicole podcast. I hope you're all having a fabulous day. We are back with another Coach's Corner, and we are joined with Coach Bethany today. Today, we are talking about your wellness journey and being a parent. So we work with a lot of parents within Nourish Health and Wellness, and one of the biggest struggles we find is a lot of moms, lots of parents find it really hard to balance everything. So Coach Bethany works with a lot of parents and a lot of moms specifically, and she has helped a lot of people, moms, just kind of figure out their, their journey. So we are here today and she's going to talk about that. And she is a mom of a six-year-old and she has been very successful in every area. So she wants to share some of these tips with you guys. So hello, Bethany. Welcome. Hello, hello. I also have people on my Instagram live too. So my eyes might be shifting, but it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, so Bethany, like I mentioned, you have a six-year-old and you have been co-parenting with your Noah's, your son for those years. And I know there has been a very, uh, there has been very many ups and downs through that journey. Last time we had Bethany on the podcast, she talked about postpartum depression that she went through and she shared a lot of that. So um, there's going to be a lot of that that might come through, but um, Bethany, let us know like some of the things that you want to chat about today and just take it off and let's get started. Total. So I will share a little bit about myself first. So for those of you who tuned into the postpartum podcast, it's something that I kept quiet about for many, many years and just recently started talking about it. It's kind of one of those topics that people are taboo about. And they're like, do you want to speak up about it? Like, are you going to be shamed? Is there lots of guilt attached? Yeah, like it is what it is. But through that journey, I started really taking my health and wellness seriously. And my biggest why, obviously, when you have a child is your child, like you want to be healthy so that you can exemplify a certain lifestyle for your child. And then you can teach them what does it mean to honor your body? What does it mean to honor your mental health? What does it mean to honor your emotional spiritual health? And if we can exemplify these things for our children, imagine how much further ahead in life they will be as they grow up into their adolescence into their early adulthood, and these holistic stress coping mechanisms that we're trying to show them, this will now be their default. So they'll be way further ahead of us, obviously, now that we're trying to catch up in our 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever that might look like for you. But yeah, so it was quite a journey for myself. I quickly decided that I loved everything to do with nutrition and everything to do with movement. And I dropped out of university. <laughs> I was in university to be a teacher. I dropped out to pursue my personal training and my holistic nutrition and so that I can share this story and I can reach more parents, more women who have struggled with postpartum, more parents in general who struggle balancing their wellness journey with being a parent because being a parent is freaking hard. <laughs> it is hard. It's very time consuming. <laughs> It's so funny because like sometimes I'm out in public and I look at parents or moms, like even at the grocery store and I like look at them and I'm like, okay, like baby seat, car seat, in and out. Like I said, it's like such a struggle. And I look at moms and I'm like, I, 
I have no idea how they do it because like sometimes I struggle to like balance all the things in my life. Right. So to think of like having to put someone else first for like a majority of like for, for everything, not saying that I'm selfish, but at the same time, it's like, I just give, I just give praise to those, those moms out there to like even go grocery shopping. Cause like if your grocery shopping takes an hour, it's going to take two hours. It's going to take two hours. Yeah. And you get as a mom, like, and you probably see it too. That's one of the worst times to see a mom is when they're in the grocery store with their kid, because their kid might be crying you start as a mom you start getting the upper lip sweat and it's like and your back is sweating and you're like okay you need to stop because we need to do this I've seen moms just ditch their cart and they're like today's not the day I'm not the one and they have to leave and it is what it is um your kid has to come first in every situation and sometimes you got to choose your battles absolutely so what are some of the things that you have noticed within some of like the excuses or some of the struggles that you have found within your clients working um with nourish over the last um just about two years here what are some of the struggles that you've seen um, have a rise with your clients time 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 is always the first one i don't have enough time i don't have enough time to do any movement let alone an hour two hours in the gym right i don't have time to prep my meals i don't have time to have alone time in the mornings or evenings like for those of you who don't know at nourish we're very well rounded so it's not just a workout program and a meal plan it's very very complex Um, But we talk about habits and routines and morning routines and evening routines. And a lot of moms will say like, I get woken up in the morning from my child being like, mom, and that's how they wake up. But we want to teach our moms like, we don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. Your kids don't want that either. We don't want your mornings being chaotic and rushing and, and everything, essentially everything comes down to time. So time blocking is uh, one of the things that I have taken very seriously and something that I teach a lot of my clients about, especially my clients who have children. <laughs> time blocking, making sure that you are actually having a schedule. This is what we're going to do this week. These are the commitments that we have. These are the spare pockets that we have to fill with social life or whatever that might look like, children's commitments. And then you have to schedule movement. You have to schedule food, meals, because moms miss meals. It is what it is. Moms miss meals all the time because they're too busy. They prep the meal for the family. They clean the meal for the family and then they eat. So common. So time, yes, 100%. Time is the biggest thing for sure. And implementing that time blocking in your schedule is just prioritizing the fact that you cannot be running around on empty batteries. Like it just doesn't work. That's why we get these women coming to us being like, I'm exhausted. I'm overweight. I don't recognize myself anymore. I'm stressed out all the time. I'm pissed off. Now I'm putting it on my kids and yelling at my kids. And I'm sick of feeling this way. And we see this all the time, right? So we walk alongside those moms and figure out like, okay, let's sit down. Let's look at your schedule. Let's figure out when are you going to be scheduling in yourself? And it is something that might seem really simple, but it is a lot harder than people would think for sure. Yeah, for sure. I work with moms too. And one of the biggest things too, if I find that they're very, very overwhelmed with like the tasks that I previously gave them that week, like if I'm like, okay, I want you to do like five sessions of cardio. I want you to do a morning routine. I want you to drink your water and I want you to do this. And then they come to their check-in and they're like, okay, I didn't do any of those things. I'm like, (laughs) 
okay, well, let's do it again. I say, no, we, I, I take a step back and I say, okay, so the most important thing right now is your nutrition. So if you can't get your five things, five, five sessions of cardio in just, that's okay. Don't stress about it. Let's, let's take a step back. I want you to focus on your water and I want you to focus on your nutrition. So I always kind of take a step back. So they're not overwhelmed because if you keep pushing and pushing and pushing for them to do more and more and more, and then they can't already do it, then they're going to just feel like they're failing. Right. So, um, and that, that time blocking is very important. So maybe give a little bit of an example of how people can do this. Like obviously having either a, a, a calendar on your computer, like a Google calendar or having like a, a notebook or a paper calendar is very important if you're a mom and you're going to be time blocking. So give some examples of how people can look at this. So I have, um, I have an actual paper copy that has like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. First thing I do every Sunday is I will sit down. If I don't do it on Sunday, I do it Monday, but typically it is Sundays. I will sit down with this calendar and I will think, okay, well, my son has swimming on these days that gets plugged in. So his commitments, obviously, I put before myself, I'm a mom, it's what we do, right? Um, so we put his commitments in, I know I have to drop him off at school at this time, I know the bus comes home at this time. So at these times, I cannot do anything, it has to be for him. And then we go into obviously, I'm very fortunate because my son is now at an older age. So I get from 830 until 330 of my time of work time. Previous to that, though, having littles nap times, scheduling their nap times, scheduling okay, are you going to be able to get a sitter on this day and this day? Maybe he has an afternoon with grandma on this day. So everything to do with your child goes in first because family has to come first in that sense. Then you're going to go in and say, okay, when am I going to prep my meals, right? First thing, wellness journey, nutrition has to be first and you're water intake. Well, I know that I'm going to get maybe a water bottle that has those times on it to help you with consuming your water. You know, you have to have this much done by the end of the day. That's one tip. Um, second tip is meals. If you know that you are chaotic from seven until eight 30, when you drop those kids off at school, obviously you're not going to schedule a meal in that time, right? So you have to be realistic with yourself. When can I eat? We typically suggest every three to four hours. Um, so you'll schedule in your meal times. And then on top of that, you would say, okay, my goal from my coach or my goal for myself is to have, let's start with three or four movement sessions. Maybe that's cardio, maybe that's strength training, whatever your coach says, right? Or whatever plan you're following, whatever that might look like for you. You have to physically schedule those things in. And I always recommend these commitments, just like my child going to swimming, my commitment to moving my body is the exact same. So that needs to be highlighted. I recommend getting different colors of highlights. It's just the type of person that I am. <laughs> His commitments are blue, mine are pink. <laughs> um, but scheduling those things in, and then on top of that, that's when you add in pen and not highlighted things that can be moved around. So laundry, grocery shopping, like a dentist appointment, you would highlight that because that you need to go to that. But cleaning the house, any other mundane things that could potentially wait until tomorrow, those things aren't highlighted because they can move and you need to have grace with yourself because there are going to be days where ish hits the fan and you didn't get those little mundane things done. And you don't need to feel guilty about that. You move it to the next day and that's okay. But so long as you've got your priority is done kids appointments your movement your morning evening routine your eating you're good to go to move to the next step 
Yeah, that's a really good point. And if you're sitting here listening and you're like one of these parents that like feel so brain scattered and you're not knowing what to do or how to balance everything, number one thing would be getting a schedule and doing exactly what Coach Bethany said, scheduling these things. Another thing that we we um, focus on in, in Nourish with our clients is habit stacking. So Bethany said now that Noah's in school, she drives to school every single morning at 8.30. So what you could potentially do and plan this ahead of time, it's like, okay, do I need to go to the grocery store? I'm out already. Do I need to go to the grocery store? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Or do I have a dentist appointment that I can maybe potentially schedule like right after Noah's drop off because I'm already out, right? So planning ahead and, and that's what scheduling is good because you're looking at your whole week in advance and planning around that. So it's like you drop them off and it's like you go home and then you go back out again where that's like, that's not efficient, right? So I'm um, habit stacking as well. Um, and I know habit we talked about Oh, sorry. Go on. Yeah. We talk about this with our clients and that's something that is going to save a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And habit stacking is also something that you guys can do. Like in the morning, I do my cardio. I do my basic movement just to start moving my body. For me, it's mental health mostly. <laughs> um, but during that time, that's when I will listen to self-development podcasts. That's when I will catch up on emails. That's when I will catch up on um, things that I can do from my phone rather than sitting on the couch for an hour and or half an hour and doing those things, I can be moving my body and doing those things. So it's that habit stacking, brilliant, life changing for a parent for sure. So if you find yourself sitting on the couch scrolling or doing something, then maybe that's like an aha moment. It's like, okay, like rather than sitting here scrolling, and we know we're all we all do this like there's some days around yeah and it's like oh my god what am I doing I've been here for 20 minutes like okay let's get up and do something so if you're saying that you don't have any time is like Bethany said but you're finding that you're on your phone for two three four hours a day just scrolling you do have time so another thing that I really highly suggest is turning off a lot of alerts from social media this is something that I do so I don't get any alerts when someone likes my photo I don't get any alerts when someone comments because what happens it's like oh I'm gonna go look and then you get down the, and you get into that tunnel of like going down that rabbit hole of like whatever you found on social media. So turning off alerts, um, so you don't get like distracted is something that's really important as well, I think. And then also just focusing on like how much screen time you actually, your phone tells you, right? Because it's like, you spend four hours on TikTok today. It's like, holy crap, right? When you look at that, it's like, oh my God, I'm wasting a lot of time. So time is valuable. So we got to prioritize those things, right? So that's where it all comes together with that habit stacking and time blocking. Yeah, for sure. If you're someone who is guilty of rolling over and grabbing your phone and scrolling first thing in the morning, do not tell me you don't have time. You have time. Yeah. Just prioritizing it in different ways. Absolutely. So what else is there that you wanted to touch on this, Bethany? I know you talked, you wanted to add a couple other things. Yeah. So, I mean, time is one of the biggest things that I hear from moms. The other thing, or from parents in general, the other thing is the guilt attached to it. A lot of parents feel guilty about prioritizing themselves. And, you know, this is something that I kind of chatted about um, in the postpartum chat that we did earlier this month, or I guess it was last month, when I was going through like the darkest <laughs> of my postpartum. And I was like, I need help. And people, my mentors um, and counselors like start moving your body, free happy drugs, right? Um, endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, start moving your body. Um, so I did. And when I tell you that my gym said there was a two hour cap on childminding, I used that two hour cap. I would shower, I would even just sit and stretch. And and when I started talking to people about this, I was like, this is life changing. Like you guys need to take your kids there because it's two hours. You're already paying for a gym membership. Why would you pay for a, a daycare or a sitter when there's two hours right there and you can move your body, blah, blah, blah. 
sit in the sauna and scroll in the sauna. I don't know. But then I had this really unexpected, like kind of backlash of people being like, don't you feel guilty for going to the gym for two hours a day? And I was so shocked by that. And that was the first time that I had like really felt like genuine mom guilt. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like I never, I, I never thought of it that way. Like he's being taken care of. And I mean, isn't that the best, the best rationale or excuse for having someone watch your kid is that you're trying to improve your mental health so you can be better for your kid. But yeah, that mom guilt is something that I continue to see now that I am a coach rather than someone going through those motions with a young child. That mom guilt is something that it's hard to explain because you you do start to feel guilty in that, well, I, I should be there. Like, what if he takes his first steps? What if he says his first words? What if he's crying and they can't soothe him? And there's a new worker in the gym today and they don't know what they're doing. And I'm over there beep bopping to Snoop Dogg lifting. And like, you start, you start to feel that guilt for sure. Things that you need to recognize if you're somebody who struggles with this is that you have to go back to your why. So why are you doing it? Are you doing it so that you can be healthier for your child? Are you doing it so that you can actively play with your child without being out of breath? Are you doing it so that you have more energy so that your mood is boosted so that you're not snapping at them for little things? You're learning in this wellness journey how to do breathing techniques and how to tap into these holistic stress coping mechanisms for them, right? Obviously, it's for yourself as well. But again, coming back to family first, it's for them. So feeling guilty about doing something for yourself that will benefit your child drastically. Why do we do that? Why do we, because society tells us that moms are supposed to just be at home, cook and clean and take care of babies. Don't worry about yourself. Don't be selfish. No, no, cut that out. PU, throw it out, right? So what I like to say to my clients is I just like to give them that gentle reminder. You came to nourish because of X, Y, Z. As you have started to implement these habits and routines, you start nourishing your body, honoring your body, your mental health, your emotional health. We are seeing your bio data skyrocket, your stress levels plummet, your energy levels are going up, you're sleeping better. Like all of these things, you, you feel like a completely new human. Why would you feel guilty about that? Because Blow Joe on the street said that you're selfish for going to the gym or you're you're selfish for letting your kid watch cartoons while you go work out downstairs. Why? Right. And I'm sure you hear this from your clients too, the mom guilt. Oh yeah, no, 100%. Like that's a big thing too. And like we spoke about is like, you're doing it to be better for them, right? Like when we feel guilty for that, there's, I, I understand that there's going to be a little bit of a guilt and that's totally fine. And it's just, it goes in like any kind of relationship, right? Like even for me, like when I'm so busy with work and that's like Brandon and Kona, like I don't give a lot of time to Kona sometimes and I feel guilty for that. I can't compare it to a child, but it's still there's guilt there because I'm so invested in my business. And sometimes I was like, well, maybe I should have took her for a walk or maybe I should have done this or maybe I should have done that. Right. But at the same time, it's like, um, I know like in long term, like I'm going to have a lot more time to, to give to, to my ones around me. Whereas when you're being a parent, if you're so depressed and upset and uh, um, have anxiety and, and unhealthy and struggling mentally, that's going to reflect on your whole family, right? So oh, yeah. if they want to go out and have like a really an outing and you're feeling really upset because you don't feel comfortable in any of your clothes, like you're not going to want to go out. You're not going to want to go out and have fun and laugh and celebrate when you're feeling down and depressed. Right. So everything that you're doing is for your family and you're filling up your own cup so you can continue to give that support to the, the loved ones around you. For sure. And you know, like you guys probably have heard that before, like you need to fill up your cup first. And one thing that I was really challenged by is actually 
um, I was watching a TED talk and this gal was saying like, let's throw that out and say like, yes, your cup needs to be full first, but you don't empty your cup once yours is full. What's overflowing from that cup is what's for everybody else. But you can't serve them if your cup is slowly going down, 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 and then it's empty. Well, what if it's empty by noon? What are you doing from noon till bedtime? <laughs> then you're um, then you're frustrated and you're losing your cool on your kids again. Oh, like you need to continuously. And it's not just morning and evening that you need to have time for you. If you're a mom, you probably have done this. If you have to shut yourself in the bathroom and close the door and just have quiet for five seconds, and maybe you have a little cry, maybe you do a little breathing, that's okay. Because <laughs> you do that so that when you go back out, okay, mama's gonna help you clean up the mess. It's okay, rather than losing your cool, and then you feel guilty about it anyhow. So with in terms of the cup analogy, like we need to learn as parents how to fill our cup first and recognize that anything overflowing from that is for our people. And the only way we can serve our people to the best of our ability is to make sure that we are whole and healthy first. And it's not selfish to say, we need to throw that lie out. 100%, I agree. And that's something like, I know like we, it's not just about like moms too, it can come with like anybody, right? Like feeling, feeling guilty if you're just spending money on yourself for investing in a program. Mm, yeah, totally. And it, it's not just like young kids too. Like I know there's lots of like teenagers or more so um, adult, like young adults that parents, parents pay for like schooling programs or like sports programs, stuff like that, right? Where they're investing all this money into their, their kids and then they can't afford a program um, on themselves, right? So what happens at any age? It's not just young either right so absolutely and like going back to using your child as your why i actually was confronted almost like a virtual slap in the face from a business mentor but he was explaining that if you're using your child as your why every time that you don't show up for yourself you are then disappointing your child and i was like oh i was like that is disgusting like you can't say that that's terrible and he's like no for real every time that you choose not to invest in your health and wellness every Every decision that you make that is going to affect your mental health, your emotional, spiritual, physical health, you are then letting down your why because you are not um, allowing for your why to be enough motivation, encouragement for you to follow through with those things. And that might ruffle a few feathers, but that genuinely changed the game for me because there are mornings where the last thing I want to do is roll out of bed when I got a hot hubby and my little snuggly baby trying to snuggle with me and I have to roll out of bed at four o'clock in the morning, go get my runners on and start moving my body. That's the last thing that I want to do for sure. I would be a liar if I said that it wasn't. But as I am putting on my shoes and tying up my shoes, I'm thinking my son needs a healthy mother so that I can be active in his life and so that he's not having to worry about my health concerns when I'm 40, 50, 60 years old. I'm going to be hiking the mountain with him when I'm 80 years old. That's why I'm doing it. I want to be with his babies, right? So you really have to sit down. And if you are someone who says like, I'm doing it for my kids. This is a fierce reality that you might have to be faced with and that you need to give yourself a gentle reminder every time you don't feel like doing something to help progress you on the trajectory towards your goals. Why are you doing it? Your child, are you willing to let them down by skipping out on this? And it's yes, one workout, is that going to make a drastic difference? Maybe not. But one turns to two, turns to three, then it's a month, then it's a year, right? Then it's 15 years. And we get moms that come to us like, I was so active before I had kids. And now my kids are teenagers. And, and I've got diabetes. And I've got health concerns, right? And it's like, I want to be there for 
my grandbabies, so I need help. Let's be proactive and put these things in place now so that we don't have to worry about that in the future and our children don't have to worry about that in the future. And it's not a guilt thing. It's not a threat. It's just a reality. No, that's that's exactly it. And that's very true. And one of the things that I want to also mention too is like, if you're finding it hard to be active um, because you have young children at home or, or it's a, a time thing, do things with them, like go cool. for a walk with them, go to her bike ride. Um, like Bethany said, like she's going to go hiking when they're older, like things like that, like do things with your children that you can, you can um, be active with them. So there's no excuse that way. Right. Because if the kid wants to go to the park, um, I know you're probably thinking like, Oh my God, I, I can't get up off the couch. I'm lazy. Well, no, that's just one step into the right direction, right? Like you slowly moving your body is going to lead to you feeling better. And then you're going to want to like work out. Right. Because right now, if you're at home and you're having a, and you're really tired and lazy and um, depressing, you don't want to leave your house, like slowly making those small changes over time is what's going to help long-term. Yes. And they watch you. This is something I always say to moms. They're watching you, mama. So they're watching how you deal with stress. They're watching whether you're super stressed out and you lash out and then you're binging and you're drinking and you're whatever else you're doing, um, not using holistic stress coping mechanisms, right? They're watching you. Whereas when you do start to do this, and we just saw this in our Facebook group, one of my clients shared her child. She sent me this beautiful video and I literally might start crying because I was crying when I was watching it. It's beautiful video of her daughter who's maybe two um saying mama i want to do affirmations and i was like oh you did it <laughs> you made it this is why we do it so we can teach our kids these things they watch you and then they want to do the things that you're doing noah loves working out he loves working out does he have the best form absolutely not but we got him some one pound dumbbells three pound dumbbells he uses the booty bands. He uses the long bands. Um, he does push-ups. He does yoga with me. Um, he does all of these things. And now at six years old, he knows in the morning, we have a morning routine. We do our spiritual work. Um, we do affirmations every single day. This will now be his default. And he's six. So imagine when he can teach these things to his children or maybe to his wife or maybe to his friends, whatever that might look like, because that's just going to be what he does and who he is. And that is the biggest mom win that you can flex 100%. Your kid got first place in running. Woo, go your kid. Your kid does breath work when he's emotionally heightened. That's a win, 100%. Now that you mentioned that I remember a couple of my clients that from the past, some of the wins that they shared with me was like doing like journaling with their with their one daughter in the morning because I had it was uh, during COVID, right? So obviously some kids home from school, but um, I had this mom and she mentioned that her daughter started to do like morning tea with her and and I thought it was just the, the, the most coolest thing because she was obviously young and she wasn't like 14, 15, 16 years old. So it was cool that that they did that together. And it's interesting to see that the, the daughter was in, like interested in it and wanting to learn more and continue to do that. So that's awesome. Like you said, they're always watching, like no matter what you do, they are always watching and they know they're smart, right? So they will say what you say they will do what you do and there are resources that you can use that are more child friendly like Noah was interested in my journaling and my mother-in-law bless her soul purchased him a big kid journal and it's only a one pager and there's some things in there like draw a picture of something that you struggled with today and he's like math math wrecked me today and he does this every day after school I pick him up from the end of the block he takes the bus home after school and we do first thing we 
we do our reading and our journaling. So his journaling, it's, it'll say like, how did you feel today? And there's a bunch of different pictures of smiley faces with frowns or sad or angry, whatever, happy face. And he circles that. Um, and then there will be a question that you have to write something and a question you have to draw something. So very age appropriate, something that's engaging for them to do. But I mean, how amazing is it that we can show this to our kids at such a young age and they can learn how to do like a, a brain dump and they can learn how to let go of any of those frustrations that happened at school in a holistic way rather than just shoving it down when they come home from school and sitting in front of a screen, right? Which no shame, we have days like that, but I mean, if they can release that as soon as they're done and celebrate their wins with you, great way to engage with your kid after school, celebrating those wins, you're doing mindset work with your child. And that's incredible. We have people who struggle doing with their mindset work in 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, right? So it's really cool. There's there's definitely things that you can incorporate with your child for sure. And it's not just movement. They can help you prep. They can help you cook. You can teach them how to do these things in the kitchen. It will be messier, but it's worth it. Um, Bethany, are you um, able to, once we're done this, um, just let send um, a message saying like, what, where, where did you get the, the kid's planner from? The kid's journal is from my mother. And I can leave the camera really quick and grab it if you want. Yes. Okay, I'll be right back. One second. Let's do that. Yes, because there are some listeners that are wanting to know the journal. So we will see where she got it from. And a good planner, it all depends on kind of what kind of planner you do want. I, my journal is actually, I have a paper journal, but then I also have a Google calendar. Like my Google calendars on my computer because it also attaches to my phone. But I know that some people prefer like a writing um, journal. So depends on how much you're writing. Like, do you want like lines? Do you want like little boxes? Boxes. So it all depends on what you want. So I know Bethany, you have kind of both. So um, I'll show what's those. The name, yeah, what's the name of the kids' journal? The name of the kids' journal is called Big Life Journal, and it says Daily Edition for Kids. So I can show you guys like a. Some of them are just writing. Some of them are like ticks that you can do. So I'll share from October thirteenth. <laughs> And it said, one great thing that happened today, library with Mr. Delgarno. And then today I felt super happy. Um, and then it says today, and there's a bunch of things that you can check off. So he said, I did something kind. I was brave. I made a mistake and learned from it. And I had fun. Those were the things that he ticked off. So every day there's something different in here. This one, something hard I accomplished recently. Draw right about it. He said, my biceps. That's cute. I died. I was like, you are the cutest thing. But yeah, so there's all always something different there's little tidbits in there like you made a mistake today and that's okay like and there's little characters that talk to you this this journal has been such a beautiful resource for us just to even connect after school because a lot of times you'll be like what happened at school nothing tell me like who did you play with ah my friends and it's like those that's just kids right they they're like that but yeah this is definitely a resource I would recommend for sure but in terms of the time blocking thing I do have that that I can show you guys as well if you'd like yeah can you just show um them like your own journal I know there's obviously different ones out there depending on what you want <laughs> it's so, messy. Um, so yeah depending on so this one goes down in different times per yeah. day so you can kind of schedule in everything. So I see it because it's like one column is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then um, she kind of writes in kind of what she does each day. So there are different ones. I always find really good ones at like Winners or Marshalls. There's really good ones. And then sometimes people like really small ones that they can put in their purse. But I am just like you. Like when I had a written journal like that, I was highlighting, I was writing um, everything like blocking, like color coordinating. Everything. This is check-ins. There is from like five in the morning until 11 o'clock noon 
June, nothing can be booked during those times because I have custom coaching clients that do their check-ins during that time, right? Appointments, swimming, pod chats, everything that I um, consider like an appointment, my workouts, everything like that is highlighted that cannot be moved. But you remember how I said I did those little things that could potentially be moved that I put in pen. If it doesn't get done, put it to the next day. Don't feel guilty about it because you did the things that you prioritized that day and that's okay. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing that, Bethany. And did you want to add anything before we wrap up here? Yeah, total. So obviously for people who are on my Instagram live, they know my Instagram. Um, but you guys can find a lot of these chats in our Nourish Health and Wellness Facebook group or community there. If you are someone who's a custom coaching client or you're in our Nourish membership, you get access to a private Facebook group where we do like live trainings on the daily. Like there's so much value that are in there as well. Um, but if you're wanting to connect with me and you're watching this through Nicole's platform, you can find me on Instagram. My name is at Dumbbells and Dagos. <laughs> Um, or you can find me on Facebook, Bethany Ratchich. A lot of the stuff Nicole has tagged me in on her page. So obviously you would be able to see her tag in there. But yeah, that's me. Uh, absolutely. And I will also add Bethany's tags to the bottom of the podcast here. So you can click on links and they'll send you directly to that. If you are interested in more information on custom coaching with Nourish or our client membership program, the client membership program is more like kind of go at your own pace. Um, it's a monthly subscription. Custom coaching is just exactly that you get your custom coach it's completely customizable to you but there is the links attached for our website and we give a we give free video consults so lots of value so if you are not part of our free facebook group the links are attached below as well so any resources feel free to click on those and for further information so thank you so much bethany for all the great information and all the awesome chats today we will be chatting with bethany again in a couple weeks here so again probably something about parenthood and Probably. Probably something along those lines all the things yeah mindset stuff for sure so thank you so much everyone for tuning in and i hope you guys have a fabulous day thank you so much for tuning in today if you found value in today's episode i would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below if you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey you can head over to my instagram nourish.withnicole click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest healthiest life thank you so much and i can't wait to chat next week